Hey everybody and welcome to another installment uh, in our sermon series, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Uh, just for reference, uh, this sermon series is coming out of the book Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Pete Scazzaro. And we're actually also running a course right now with some people in our church. They're taking the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality course, and it's been an amazing ride, and we've had a great time together learning a lot. Uh, we have about two weeks left, and so keep your eyes and ears peeled for more of those courses coming up in the future. But I, I wanted to start out today by being kind of honest with you about myself, if that's okay. Um, I really want people to like me. I really don't like it when people are mad at me. And I basically just kind of go with the flow uh, to get along. Uh, get along to go along, as they say, which if you really think about it, is a very unhealthy saying. But the thing about me getting along to go along or going along to get along or making sure that I appease people, setting unhealthy boundaries, uh, not being myself so that others will actually like me better or more or won't be upset with me, it's detrimental to me as a person. It's detrimental to me as a son of the living God and it's uh, detrimental to my identity in Christ. Um, and so today, as we dive into this next chapter in Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, we are diving into the chapter called, what's it called? Growing into an Emotionally Healthy Adult. Growing into an Emotionally Healthy Adult. Okay. All right. I know even when I hear that title, there's something in me that says, ooh, that doesn't sound exactly fun, um, but it is fruitful for us to excavate these things within, within ourselves that the Lord wants to change, to break down, to help grow so that we can become people in our families, in our marriages, in our relationships, in our communities, in our churches that are emotionally healthy and spiritually healthy so that we can be leaders and disciples in the kingdom of God. So the question now is, what does Jesus have to say about all of this? And turn with me in your Bibles or your Bible app on your pad or your phone to Matthew 22. We're going to be reading from the ESV version. If you don't like the ESV version or you don't read from the ESV version, you can read from whatever version you like. Um, and we're going to be in verses 34 to 40. Verses 34 to 40. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. This is the word of the Lord. As we get into the scriptures, we'll do a little bit of exegetical work just to get a picture of what's actually happening here with Jesus and the Pharisees. His disciples are probably nearby. He has just come from an inter interaction that didn't turn out so great with the Sadducees. 
And so the Pharisees have now come to him. The religious leaders of the day have come to him and are questioning him and his teaching. The first thing that we see is in verse 34. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. In that verse alone, we see immense emotional and spiritual immaturity from the Pharisees. Because what do they do? They go straight to playground tactics, right? They huddle around with only themselves, excluding the person they're actually talking about to to huddle up and, and get a plan going and talk about Jesus behind his back. It is the quintessential, it, it is quintessential immaturity one-on-one, right? It's what children do, not grown adults, not religious leaders of nations. Then next we have 37 to 40. And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law of the prophets. So we see Jesus, uh, first off, completely foregoing and, uh, and, and rejecting the religious and theological snare that the Pharisees had set out for him, right? And he says, let me tell you what really matters, loving the Lord your God and loving the person in front of you. That's what really matters. And, and, and not only does he just say it, but he actually references scripture from Deuteronomy and Leviticus that, that he himself and these Pharisees had had memorized since childhood. Uh, he references Deuteronomy 6.5. He references Leviticus 19.18. Let's just read them. Deuteronomy 6.5. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your might. We've heard that before. Leviticus 19.18. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And then it ends with those four words, I am the Lord. It's important stuff. Jesus right there speaks directly from the scriptures. Scriptures from the Old Testament that the Pharisees knew that he knew that they could bind together on. He found a common point for them to meet in the middle. Hey, you know these scriptures. I, I know these scriptures. Remember what they say? I'm telling you that these are the things that matter most. Jesus directly confronts the emotional immaturity in front of him. He does not skirt it. And we're going to talk about this uh, just shortly here, about being able to deal with conflict in emotionally mature ways with a spiritually mature heart and spirit and mind that allows us to love our neighbor and exemplify our love that we are given to by God to those people around us. So what is Jesus alluding here? Alluding to here. He's alluding to three themes. These are the three themes I have for you here today. Theme one is that an emotionally healthy adult, an emotionally and spiritually healthy adult, uh, they love God and they know his love. They love God and they know his love. The second theme is that they know that their identity is found in Christ alone. And the third thing is that they know that loving and serving others is the way of the kingdom. 
that loving and serving others is the way of the kingdom. Now let's backtrack just a little bit and we're going to dissect each one of those just a little bit so we can get a, a little bit more context about what we're really talking about. Not ethereal, cloudy stuff, but meat and taters, as they would say. So the first thing, they love God and they know his love. We see it right there in the very first part of verse 37. And the important part is that they are able to be with God. They're able to be in his presence. They're able to interact intentionally with the relationship they have with their father in heaven. That's the emotionally and spiritually healthy adult. So my question is for you regarding this theme is how is your relationship with God these days? How are you really doing? Be honest with yourself. Are you desiring to jump back into a healthy prayer life where you're communicating with the Lord and talking with Him and also more than talking, listening for His voice, His soft, still voice in the night? How's your prayer life, right? Check in on that. And, and also, what's your relationship with God's Word, the Holy Scriptures? Is it something that you check in on on an app to get your verse of the day, which is perfectly fine and an amazing way to stay in the Word throughout the days? But are you also digging in and grasping onto the heavy and rich meat that's there in the Scriptures from the Old Testament and the New Testament? Are you allowing for God's Word to minister to you, to teach you, to fill you up, to have a cup that is overflowing so that you can give out to others, which obviously ties directly into how do we love others? How do we care for others? The second theme here, they know that their identity is found in Christ. The emotionally and spiritually healthy adult knows that their identity is bound up in Christ. And what does this mean? Do we know that we ourselves, that our character, that our identity is wrapped up and bound up and kept together and knitted together by the person of Christ. And, and here's, here's a question I want to give you. It's, I wrote it down and I don't even know if I'd ever asked myself this question. So it's, it's, I, I love it. It's a great question. I, I hope it's good. Uh, but for you, the first question regarding this theme is how do you feel about your identity? How do you feel about your identity, who you are? Do you recognize yourself as a brother or sister in Christ being shepherded by him, that you're a father, that you're a uh, daughter or son of the living God, your father in heaven? Or is your identity wrapped up in the things of the world? Is your identity wrapped up in family? Is your identity wrapped up in being a mom or a dad before it is being a son or daughter of the living God? Is it wrapped up in your work? Is it wrapped up in your bank account? Is it wrapped up in what you drive? Is it wrapped up in, like, like for me, how people view me? I need you to like me. I need you to be happy with me. Don't be upset with me. It ruins me. Because what does that do? It says, I actually don't believe that I'm a son of God. And I, I don't trust in all of the accoutrement that come with that. What I am actually basing my identity on is how you feel about me in how you feel about the car I drive, how you feel about the work I do and how good I am at it. I, I, my identity is wrapped up in how you feel about me as a mom or a dad and do I do a good enough job and am I keeping up with the Joneses and so on and so forth. 
they know that their identity is found in Christ and in Christ alone. And the third theme, they know that loving and serving others is the way of the kingdom. And this is fleshed out in a number of ways. Uh, But the two I want to, I want to kind of focus on today are empathy and conflict, because I believe that if we can be emotionally and spiritually healthy adults in those two realms, empathy and conflict, our lives and the lives of the people that we're most connected to, the people in our communities, will be so much more fruitful, healthy, joyful, loving, kind, gentle, right? So those, so what are the questions that go along with this theme? How well do you love others? How do you deal with conflict with others? These last two years with, with the societal things that we've been going through, let's be honest, brothers and sisters, it's been very difficult sometimes for or maybe all the time or a lot of the time, whatever the case may be for you, to deal with conflict in healthy ways, especially with family members and close friends, people that you love more than anyone. How do you deal with those conflicts? Is it gentle and kind? Do you deal with those relationships and those instances and those conflicts and those conversations like Jesus did with the Pharisees? Right? The scriptures give us the picture of what this looks like. You have the Pharisees turning, huddling, gossiping, doing their own thing, and you have them confronting Jesus, and Jesus says, hey, let's talk about this. I saw what you just did. I'm not mad about it. Because my identity is not found in the Pharisees, says Jesus. Jesus says, my identity is found in the Father, and so I'm just going to speak his truth to you. How well do you serve others? I know in the pandemic, in the last two years especially, it's been very difficult because I know for Sydney and I personally, how do we kind of huddle in and, and, and gird our own family and take care of our kids and make sure they're well? And then how do we make sure that we're also doing okay in our marriage? And then what do we have left over for the people around us? And to be honest with you, it's, it's us needing to trust that the Lord will give us the energy, that he will give us the desire and the fuel to go out and to care for those people around us when he so calls. It's being faithful in those things. It's being faithful in the serving of others and not neglecting it. And lastly, how were various disciples emotionally immature? Throughout the Gospels, how were other, how were the various disciples immature emotionally in their lives and in their interactions with Jesus and the people around them? Thomas, immature. Peter, immature. The Brothers of Thunder, immature. Uh, Judas, immature. And what does Jesus say? You're still my dudes. You're still my, you're still my flock. You're still my friends. That's emotionally healthy maturity. That's, that's spiritually healthy adult maturity in a person, in a real person. Jesus is a real person. He's showing us what it really looks like to live out an emotionally and spiritually healthy life. So with these three themes as fences for this week going forward, I just encourage you to delve in to what it looks like to know that you're loved by God. Know that you're loved by Jesus and that your identity is found in him and that you're called to open-handedly go and love and serve and care for and converse with the people of God around you. So we're going to have some uh, 
reflection questions come up here on the screen and um, they are going to come directly again from Emotionally Healthy Spirituality Day by Day. It's Pete Scazzaro's 40-day devotional, prayer devotional that comes along with Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. The book, they come together. I Again, we cannot re recommend this material more highly to you. Um, so again, brothers and sisters, let us go out to know that we are to love the Lord our God, that we are to recognize that our identity is found in Christ, and that knowing these things, we are to go out and to love and serve our brothers and sisters around us. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for being our example, our real, tangible, flesh-on, godly example of what it looks like to be spiritually whole, emotionally mature, and capable of loving people well around him. What an example we have in Christ. We love you. Be with us this week as we go out and help us to love those around us. Amen.